Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Uncle Marv Podcast. I am your host, Marvin B. And today's episode, folks, I have with me a man that I have dubbed Mr. Satellite Beach, <laughs> Nino Federico, and he dressed up for the occasion. Nino, how are you doing, my friend? Uncle Marv, great to see you. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, it's hot today. I, is was it? Is it hot up by you? Yes, it is. It is quite warm. I'm outside, as a matter of fact, and uh, it is warm, but that's okay. All right. We're used to it. We've been here for 40-some years dealing with this weather, and it's the same every year. Yeah. Except for maybe a hurricane or two, and uh, it's hot. That's what Florida <laughs> is. It sure is. <laughs> I, I have my other podcasts and I talk to people who are, you know, up north and it's, you know, they're dealing with snow still. And I'm like, how can that be? I mean, the last snow, well, the last snow I remember was 1976. <laughs> well, it's, we've had a couple of flurries, I guess here, but yeah. um, no, it does. Uh, we don't snow here. You want to snow, you go up north. All right. We don't have that. All right. So, um, as you know, this show is unscripted, so I don't have uh, anything, any list of questions. So it's going to be a back and forth. If you have questions, you stop and ask me at any time. I do want to make a couple of quick announcements. Okay, go be ahead. Because because of you asking the question about can I go online and see who the future guests might be, right. uh, I went ahead and did some changes to the Uncle Marv website. So if, oh, well, excellent. if you go to UncleMarv.com, and for people that are watching right now and for people that will be listening later, uh, if you go to UncleMarv.com, there's a new tab that says uh, Future Podcast. And on there will be the guests that are on there. Actually, you know what? I will pull it up because I can share screens here. So let's go to UncleMarv.com now, and I will share the screen. So for those of you watching, and let's go here. So, oh, and it's blinking. Oh, well done. So there it is. And uh, I've got future shows as a tab there. And oh, uh, as you can see, there you are, sir, at the top uh, as a future shows. That, so that will go away this Saturday. I'm wearing the same thing, but I don't want to see. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so this Saturday, we've got uh, Lenny DeBruin and Mary will be uh, coming on the show. Very good. And then uh, next Tuesday, the gentleman that was supposed to be on Saturday, uh, the real OC, Todd Shoemaker, the, uh, my friend from college, Palm Beach Atlantic. So good. That's, uh, that's there. So I did that uh, update to the website just because you asked and also went ahead and updated my social media because I was late oh, to the, I was late to the social media game. So Facebook was my first foray. <laughs> Uh, right. I uh, created a YouTube channel. So for people that aren't on Facebook and want to watch by YouTube, this is also live streaming on YouTube right now. Oh, very good. Um, and the YouTube site is just Uncle Marv. I am Uncle Marv. Okay. And then I have a Twitter <laughs> handle uh, at I am Uncle Marv. So that is there. Wow. And uh, I created that one about a year ago and I used it as a hideaway i would uh have you ever heard of the show live pd no oh 
So basically, it's cops on steroids. Oh. <laughs> and uh, every okay. Friday, Friday and Saturday night, uh, the A and E channel basically has cameras following uh, departments live in real time. Okay. And uh, they've been in Pasco County, Florida. They've been in Tallahassee. They're in Clay County right now. They've right. also been in uh, Louisiana, uh, North and South Carolina, uh, Texas. I mean, they're all over the place. Um, so the show is, you know, a lot of times shows are boring. <laughs> but Live PD with Twitter is awesome. <laughs> so that's how I got into Twitter. I wouldn't tell anybody that I was on Twitter, but for this, now you can find me on Twitter. I am Uncle Marv. Good. And, uh, Very I'm good. Going to go back and delete a whole bunch of old posts because uh, some of them aren't PG. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I'm on Twitter, but I don't ever post anything. I don't think I have a handle either. I just. You have to have something to be on, on Twitter. Oh, you just look oh. on it? Yeah, I just look at it. Yeah, I, say, I think they call I think they call that trolls. Is that probably? Except that I don't say anything. So I, oh, I then you're not a troll. You're just I a, don't mess with people. I just a, look. You're a voyeur. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So why don't we just uh, let me start by asking because you're one of the people that I I mean our lives have been intertwined for so yes. long all through school playing sports That's together right. um you know football basketball track That's uh, right i tried to play softball one summer and i forgot what happened um, <laughs> oh i think i had to oh i had to run the, the aau track oh so okay I, I couldn't do both you had a conflict yeah and uh but then of course we all went off to school and college and you know, we would see each other at reunions and yep. passing by and stuff. So let me ask, you know, something I would do at reunion. How's it going? What have you been doing? How's life? Well, life is actually pretty good. All right. Um, you know, I live here in Orlando. Uh, lived here since I've actually lived here in Orlando since I graduated from Satellite. Mm. I, I moved over here in, in September after we graduated to go to UCF. And I haven't left. Um, I really like it here. I know a lot of people here. Uh, now I work for UCF, so that's a that's a that's a nice bonus. Uh, and my my house is just up the road, a couple of miles from from the campus. Um, you know, I'm married. I got three three daughters who are all doing really well. And uh, so yeah, life can't be. I don't know that it could be much better. I guess I could make more money. That might make it a little bit better. But other than that, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, we're pretty happy. We have a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure what else there is to, to life. You just have a lot of fun with your family. Yeah. And you're and you're, you're around your friends. I uh, see a lot of people from here and here and there. So that's true. That's pretty life much it. Good. That's what I finally got myself. You know. Resigned to the fact of, you know what, stop trying to do everything and be everything and just figure out what it is you want to do to have fun and, you know, yeah. enjoy. That's um, right. So I did that. I found uh, I found somebody who would put up with me and uh, <laughs> I married her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> and uh, and uh -huh. I can't ask for anything more. She does put up with a lot and, you know, keeps me in line and, 
And uh, good for her. So I started and late. Good for you. What good for me? Yes. Uh, yeah. I started late, so no kids. And right. uh, I do have a stepson who got married last year. And oh, good for you. Good. Got, a, good. got a bunch of nieces and nephews, and and uh, now I'm uh, doing all the real uncle stuff. <laughs> there you go. How long have you been married? Uh, this will be year 17. Oh, well, that's not that late. I've only been married 18, 19 years. Yeah, One but the two. Yeah, but she's older, so I ran into a little bit of a stumbling block when it came time for the kids. So. Oh well, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so, we uh, we tried to do the uh, corporate stuff, and she she actually was gone for a couple of years. She, I first of oh, all, okay. first of all, it took me six years to get her to move from Ohio to Florida. Oh jeez. I made one offer. Long distance relationship. Yeah, huh? I made one offer to move to Ohio. Yeah. And she said, I don't think you'll make it in Ohio. I said, good, you're coming to Florida. <laughs> I'm sure she was all broken up about having to do that, too. Well, I mean, outside of the fact that, you know, she... So, funny thing is, her entire life, up until she left, she had lived within a four-mile radius from where she was born and where oh. she went to school. And she was she was married before. And uh -huh. uh, so she had all been within a four-mile radius. But she loves the sun. She loved Florida. I met her when she was down here on a vacation. And right. so I, I, at first I thought that was an excuse for her to get to Florida. You know, it was just, you know, treat it like a, you know, Florida visa. She'd come down, right. be married for a year or two, and then dump me. <laughs> and yeah, there, oh, yeah. um, no, I get to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, she got, she came down and then four years later, she had an opportunity to take a job and start a franchise in Atlanta. So she was okay. up there, she was up there a couple of years. And uh I got tired of that. So as soon yeah. as, <laughs> as soon as the opportunity came for her to come back, I when she asked, yeah. I said, "Yeah, you you're coming back." There you go. So there you go. That's it. So all right, so we've got people oh, we've already got people in the chat popping in. Kelly Moisand. Um, uh, where, where do you see, where would you see that? That's on the right. There's a chat. Uh, depends. Do I have to click on something? Uh, it should have popped up. Um, I can pop them in here, though. But here's Kelly. Hey, guys. Dan and I are watching. Oh, here we go. So I that... had it on private chat. And I just clicked it on okay. live comments. You put it on all. Yep. Yeah. And then there's Mary. Mary, you'll be on Saturday. We'll be looking for you. And uh, Wendy and Snyder. All in the yeah, house. I saw you guys. I watched... Uh... You and Chris, that was cool. They listened yeah. to your listen to the whole thing. All right, that was very nice. So I do need to ask you, uh, UCF, my good good buddy, the first guest, MacGyver, went to right. UCF. Um, I know it's a big campus, so cool. I'm not gonna, <laughs> but I am gonna ask. Any chance you guys may have run into each other? Well, I don't. I never ran into anybody named MacGyver, so I don't... <laughs> he would have gone by Jim. <laughs> I, I knew quite a few Jims, but I, uh, you know. You have to narrow it down a little bit. Uh, um, I don't know much about where. What, I know he was there. I know he graduated. Um, I have no idea what he did. Well, if if he if he graduated during the same time as around the time I was there. Yeah, he's likely, our he's our year. Yeah. Okay, so likely I ran into him at one point because I used to when I worked there. I used when I went to school there. I used to make the student IDs. All right. So anybody who needed a new ID or needed a, you know, whether they lost theirs or it was their first year, 
I probably made. All right. Well, I'll ask him about it. He'll be on again in a couple of weeks. So I'll bring that so, up. And uh, yeah, I made those. I, I did that for a couple of years while I went to school there. So right. it was, it was, it was interesting. You get to see a lot of people and, and, and run into people and it was an interesting job. Yeah. <laughs> made, made some money. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Working during school. I did every job I could find going through a, uh, uh, college and grad school. I mean, I, yeah, you know, delivering pizzas, admissions counselor, uh -huh. and cafeteria worker. I did a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> you got to get beer money somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get beer money because my school was private. We weren't allowed to drink oh. on campus. So, well, I'm not sure we were allowed to either. But <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. We could. We weren't allowed to drink on or off campus either. <laughs> Well, I was lucky enough not to have to deal with that. Yeah. I got in trouble for the strangest things down there. <laughs> strangest things. So, all right. So now going back, and uh, my research department was digging, you know, through stuff. Right. To give me, you know, some stuff. So somewhere on your resume, res uh, resume there's a yes. listing that you did work in IT. Um, I don't think I ever worked in IT, but. I, I did get a computer science minor. Okay. Which, now that I think about it, it was, wasn't that big a deal. You, <laughs> you take a couple of classes, one of them to teach you how to use Excel and Word and stuff like that. Actually, it wasn't Excel and Word. It was WordPerfect and Lotus back then. WordPerfect 4.2? Boy, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 then a, and then I took a, a couple of programming class, a COBOL class. And, you know, there was like three, three, four classes and that was it. And you get a minor for your, with your business major, you get a minor in computer science. I was like, okay, I'll do that. So then after I, after I graduated my first I don't know, real job, I don't even know if you call it a real job. I was working at Lockheed Martin. It was Martin Marietta at the time. And I was just in a, in a machine shop and I would just print out, you know, make up and print out these uh, work instructions for right. the, machinists to use when they were building parts. So I want to call that an IT job. I did, I wrote a couple of silly programs to make things a little bit faster, but you know, I don't know that I would call it an IT job, uh, so to speak, but I worked on a computer. How's that? <laughs> that works for me. I don't even have a computer <laughs> degree and look at me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Now I certainly didn't get a degree for what I actually do now. So. I don't think any of us did. <laughs> right because uh God, what was my degree my degree was well I, I guess i'm using mine mine was a business administration yeah and i had a minor in math <laughs> and a minor in biblical studies okay <laughs> so that was it and then uh, uh you work in church so yeah and uh <laughs> yeah so now i run my own it company and that you know there you go. did nothing with it then well, see, you know, we kind of just kind of move around. You, yeah. you, sometimes you get out of school, you don't really even know what the heck you're going to do. Yeah. And uh, I sure as heck didn't think where I that I'd be doing what I'm doing uh, because I, I didn't even know what the heck it was. So I. You mean the, the compliance officer title? Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what that meant when I first uh, got into this field. So, uh, it was actually kind of funny. I, 
And I tell people, I tell people my story all the time. I'll tell you, I was working for the Boeing company in Cape Canaveral at the, near the space center. Uh -huh. And I was doing schedules. Uh, so I'm working, you know, doing scheduling. And uh, while I'm working there, there's a person who was the office manager, basically a business manager in the facility. There's about 50 or so people working in there. So she decides she's going to retire. And I was like, I'm a business major. Maybe I should go do that, you know, and get out of the scheduling thing. So I did. And uh, I applied for the job and they were anxious to have somebody who already worked there, you know, take that position. So um, they gave it to me. Otherwise they probably wouldn't have, but I don't know. Right. Uh, anyway, so they gave me this position. Well, I didn't know this, but that position was also the person who was the focal in the facility for export control. And I had taken a couple of export control training classes. I didn't really know all that much. So I was like, well, yeah, whatever, you know, I'll, I don't care. I'm still going to do this, take this job. And so I, I, next thing you know, I'm the export control guy and I'm learning all this stuff about what you can and can't give to foreign people as far as technical information. And I was like, what the heck is all this? And that's what evolved. Eventually I ended up moving, you know, we, that program shut down and we went, I went to on the center and worked in export controls for the next 10 years. And now that's what I do for UCF. Uh, but I always tell people that I just kind of stepped into this job. Like you step in something that you're walking through your yard, right? Somebody's dog left for you. And, uh, so, and, and, and once you get in this position, it's tough to get it off. So it's very similar to when you step in what I was describing, I'm trying to keep this rated G for you. Uh, but you know, you step in this stuff and it's tough to get off your shoe. So here it is 20 years later and I still haven't gotten it off me. Okay. Uh, and I think, and I'm not trying to get it off me anymore. As a matter of fact. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it fits. You're, you're used to it. It's comfortable now. It doesn't smell anything anymore. So what the heck? <laughs> I'll stay with it. Right. But so, so yeah, you know, you, you just kind of fall into jobs. You don't necessarily know maybe what you're going to do when you graduate. You're just going to hope to find something and see where it leads you. And uh, that's where this has kind of led me. Uh, so again, I didn't study it in college. You really can't. Uh, but what the heck? You know, I'm making some money. I work for my university. I have some passion with my job. It's fun. What the heck? So, well, can't really ask more than, than that. So, yeah. I mean, Again, I could ask for more money. They wouldn't give it to me, but I could sure as heck But you don't know it. if you don't ask, right? <laughs> that's right. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's kind of how I fell into my gig here. I mean, I was yeah. doing this stuff on the side, and mm -hmm. I actually got to the point where I was grabbing used computers and rebuilding them and selling them to the local computer store. And the owner kept bugging me saying, when are you going to come work for me? You build stuff better than my techs. <laughs> right. And I was like, uh, how much do you, you know, how much do you pay? And he told me the number. I'm like, no, you got to, you got to match what I'm making now. Right. Right. And uh, took him a year to uh, do that, but he did. Finally I, figured out he needed you. Yep. And then I worked there for two years and had a dispute over expansion. 
So he had an opportunity to open a store across from the street, uh -huh. across the street from the University of Miami. Right. He had an opportunity to do a mobile repair business because we had so many customers who wanted mm -hmm. us to come to their businesses to uh, right. do work as they did. He didn't want to do that. And he and I were arguing about it someday. And I said, you know what? I'll go do that. Oh, and he, there you go. he looked at me and said, you won't survive one month. <laughs> and so two weeks later, I handed him my resignation. That uh -huh. was in August of 1997. Still here. That's a long month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You're right. It's just something, you know, I, nothing prepared me school-wise for what I'm doing now. Uh -huh. Um and all the business stuff, even though I did get the business administration degree, most of what I learned from running a business came from junior achievement. There you go. So very interesting. Yeah, that's that that that's a good story. And you know, you, you never know where you're gonna fall. No nope. stuff's gonna happen and here we are. Here we are. So speaking of here we are, let me go back because you didn't ask why I dubbed you Mr. Satellite Beach. No, I did not. <laughs> Do you have any idea how that could have been? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> I just want to hear it from you. Maybe I don't want to, you know, <laughs> just go ahead. So you tell us. So outside of one incident that happened at Surfside that I won't really get into too much. Okay. All I heard about in sixth grade <laughs> was I was at Holland and you right. were at Surfside. I remember that. And as we were getting ready to head into Delora... Yes. It was pretty much told to me that you're not going to be anybody once Nino Federico gets on the scene. <laughs> Nino was going to be Mr. Everything. And okay. he's going to beat you. He's faster than you in track. He's better than you at basketball. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm not sure if either of those were actually I'm true. I'm like, but... who is this guy? Mr. Satellite Beach? <laughs> so, You know, um, I heard you talking like that with, about that with Chris. Yeah about how there was, you know, talk going back and forth between the folks, the the smart kids at Surfside versus the smart kids at Holland. And I can appreciate those folks, you know, bragging about me a little bit. Uh, thank them very much for that. But I remember whenever that exchange was happening, and I remember seeing the, uh, remember the presidential fit, the physical fitness thing that we always had yeah, to do? Uh -huh, yeah. Well, I remember them they showed us the scores from, from Holland. And when I was, and I was comparing them and I remember this name, Marvin B he's at the top of all these lists. You know, he's the first guy in the 600. He's the first. And, and our scores were close. I remember you being yours being better than me and a few and mine might've been better and a couple other things. I don't remember. Uh, but I was like, okay, this guy's pretty good at stuff, whatever all those things were the, yeah, I don't even remember half of them. 50-yard dash and the 600 and the pull-ups. Pull-ups, yeah. Shuttle run and whatever all that other stuff was. So uh, I remember I remember that. And then, it, you know, when we got to junior high, I don't remember there being any kind of a rivalry at all, you know, no. between you and me. You know, we just started playing basketball together. It might have been the first time we met. I don't remember. Uh, I, re I don't remember any of that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I remember us, but I remember now I remember coach Benfield loved you. Well, <laughs> I mean, it depends on which one you ask. 
remember that. Uh, Coach Benfield. I, re I remember by the time I got into into uh I was in basketball in the ninth grade. Uh I think I got yelled at more than anybody on that team. Well, because you shot more than anybody else on the team. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> that could be. But uh but yeah, I remember he he used to he always had something to say to me. Uh, usually wasn't positive, so yeah, we did pretty well though, you know. Yeah, we did. Uh, for a bunch of kids from a you know a beach school. Yeah. Uh, we did pretty well in basketball. I guess that that central team was pretty good. Uh, so we had a tough time with them, but uh, otherwise, I thought you know, I thought we did pretty well. We did. We did. We we had, uh, and I remember when Mike Otwell showed up and he helped the team a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's, I'm trying to remember some of the folks of David Kelly was on that team. Uh, Darren Dawson was on that team. Yep. Uh, I remember, oh, Jeff Beck, he played basketball with us. Uh, yeah, I should have pulled up that picture because I remember showing it to, to the wife. Her name is Kim, by the way. Yeah. I remember oh, her okay. showing, and I remember showing her pictures and, yeah. you know, and I think it was the eighth grade picture. We're all the same height. <laughs> I'm still the same height. And I'm still the same height. <laughs> and then by the time I get to satellite, of course, you know, guys are shooting up and they're, you know, bigger, broader and everything. And, you know, not me. I'm the same. So no, yeah, all I, those guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, got, I, I, didn't, I remember in the seventh grade when we both made the team and I was a backup of course on that team but uh wasn't I I was a wasn't I a backup oh yeah well, yeah well, I think we both were grade. yeah well you remember the way that worked was there was a a, a first and third first and third team, second and fourth and second and fourth quarter team yep and then us and then the people backups <laughs> for each of those teams so um I remember being a forward slash guard and that season. But by the time I got to be the ninth grade, because I didn't grow any taller, I was a point guard yeah. doing in and out with, with, with Dave Kelly. So it, you know, like I said, I, I was a tall guy in the sixth grade, but in the ninth grade, I wasn't a tall guy anymore. And by yeah. the time the end of high school finished, you know, here I am, five, eight and a half and 150 pounds, and I was the same weight in ninth grade. I didn't, yep. I didn't change at all. Yeah. So, so speaking of, so I need to have somebody else verify this because my wife doesn't believe me. <laughs> okay. Do you remember senior year at Satellite? Okay. We got benched. And I quit. Okay. I quit the team. Basketball team? Yes. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> I, I probably got benched a bunch of times, so I'm not going to remember that. Well, we got benched because even though we were seniors, right? we had these sophomore guys that were coming. We had a couple of 6'4 mm -hmm. guys, um, some shooting guard that was supposed to be really good, and Coach no, Kelly. Lee J. Hart. Lee J. Hart was the big kid. Okay. Who... Uh, Six four, and you know couldn't jump and touch the rim barely, but 
But he was six four. He was a good player. I mean, he was a good player. He was solid in there. Yeah. And then uh, Todd Weatherell was the other kid. Todd, yeah, I remember. He was the he was the he was the guard kid. He was a good player. Yeah. Uh, you know, but for what it's worth, I don't remember you actually quitting the team. That's interesting. I need to find uh, Goose remembers. Goose knows. Does he? Oh, Goose. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he remember. Well, he remembers everything. That guy's so smart. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, she didn't believe me, and I. So I went. I found the yearbook finally and showed her. You know, that, look, I'm not mm -hmm. in the picture. And she's like, oh, well, then you didn't make the team at all. I'm like, I made the team, but I quit four games in. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> so I can't, I, I, I don't remember you not being on the team. Yeah, I did. I left because we got benched. And I asked the coach and he's like, well, I want to develop these younger guys. We're not going to win. I said, well, if we're not going to win, let me play. <laughs> right i mean if, a good point if we were winning it'd be different but we it's, weren't winning yeah, either, either way i'm like i didn't you know i didn't play uh, all through school to get to senior year to sit the bench i you know i i can't disagree with you however i can't disagree with playing the young guys and trying to develop a team nice. that's going to win someday well you know uh, listen up and you know now that we're older and wiser of course we can yeah, say yeah, that yeah. but mm -hmm. as a senior i'm like let me play yeah. damn it yeah yeah I played, you know, most of the time, but, you know, it. I liked playing basketball a lot. And sometimes I think that I probably should have just given it up as a senior really? and concentrated on something else because my body, I just wasn't tall enough. I mean, you can't, you, you can't play. There's only five people that, you know that are that have been great at basketball, who are who weren't very tall. Right. You know, so it, so it's like know your. It's like a girl doing gymnastics who's six two. You know, you're not going anywhere in gymnastics if you're good if you're tall. Mm. You know, so I I maybe I should have thought about you know maybe I should do something else, or because I played baseball too, and if I would have. You know, the seasons overlapped a little bit. Yeah, they did, yeah. If I concentrated a little bit more on baseball, maybe at the same time, I was more worried, more interested in going out and goofing off than I was necessarily working on being better at basketball or baseball or whatever. So probably wouldn't have mattered anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's but interesting. think about it a little bit. Yeah. yeah and think about it. So I, I mean, I thought about it. I did, I thought about it uh, three years later in college. When, you know, I kept playing, um, yeah. even though I quit basketball, I ran track and I wasn't really good enough at track either. I think I made it to regionals. Right. Um, actually I need to talk to Keenan Goldsby right? For, because I think he and I both went to regionals uh -huh. and in the 220 and I, and I, and this is what I remember. I remember we were in the same heat. Uh -huh. And we finished tied for last in our heat. <laughs> but I was like, That's we funny. made it to regionals. That you was made, uh, yeah, you, you made it. <laughs> so uh, I got to confirm that that was him. Or maybe uh -huh. I'm just remembering, misremembering something. That could be. Um, but in in college, I played with the intramural squads. Yeah, yeah. And we would play all the time. And uh -huh. the the basketball team would come out and play with us. And these guys kept bugging uh -huh. me and bugging me to come and play with them. And I'm like, no, you know, but 
you know, no, they you were should've. they were an NAIA school. Sure. Um, so I should have. And I remember Coach Stellett, he was coaching, I think it was FIU. FIT. Uh, FIT. He was, he, a D- he, was, he was an assistant coach at FIT. Yeah. Okay. Well, he came and they played our school. Uh-huh. And I went up after the game and said hello to him. And he's like, B, he goes, why aren't you playing for these guys? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you benched me. <laughs> it's like, wow. That's funny. It is. Yeah, you know, I got a good. I got a story to tell you about uh, about Skelly. Uh-huh. No, I don't know if you know this, but within the last year or two, um, he passed away. No, I did not. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, that's one of the things about Facebook. You learn about stuff that you probably would never have learned. Uh, so that's from that point of view, it's a good thing. But um, as I said earlier, I live in Orlando. I know a lot of people here. So um, my wife and I, we go to. Uh, New Jersey every other year because that's where her family lives for Thanksgiving. So we traveled up there this one year, and this was a number of years ago. And the first time we traveled up there, we I ran into somebody I know in the airport in Newark. And she's like, you're not supposed to run into people in, in Newark. I'm supposed to. <laughs> but I, I know lots of people. So the next time we went up there, two years later, we get on the train after the flight and uh, we're lugging all of our stuff. And there's this other woman that's on the train. And uh, she says, I don't know, somehow she says she came up here, she came from Melbourne. And I was like, oh, I'm from Satellite Beach. And she kind of puts her head down a little bit like this. But she says, okay, what high school did you go to? I saw I was from Satellite Beach. I went to Satellite High School. She's like, turns out, this is Al Skelet's daughter. Oh. And I was like, you're Mr. Skelet, Coach Skelet's daughter? So I just started going on and on stories and stuff, you know, talking to her. And I gave her my business card, and I never heard from him, which, you know, why the heck would he even remember me? Who knows? But um, I thought that was kind of funny, you know. And my wife, after we get off the thing, she's like, do you know people all over the freaking world? I was like, well, I, you know, she came from the same place as us, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was kind of a funny story about um, about Coach Skellett that way I ran into his daughter, you know, 20 years later in the airport someplace. Uh, and she recognized you? Absolutely not. She had no idea who I was. <laughs> uh, okay. Because that's was, what happens it, to me, because people recognize me, and I don't know who they are. And Coach Gerton's uh Coach Frank Gurton's daughter did that to me one time down here. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's funny. We were down. Well, I don't have no idea what we were doing. I think I was in a bar someplace, and she's like, oh, you're Marvin <laughs> B. And I'm like, uh, I don't know you. I think I, I think it's one of the reasons why that might happen to you, number one, because people just kind of knew who you were. Um, you know, you stood out a little bit because of your accomplishments. Um, smart guy tremendous athlete but i also think there's another factor and you grew up in satellite beach it's there weren't a whole heck of a lot of guys there weren't a whole heck of a lot of african americans in satellite beach so the ones of you who did a lot of good stuff obviously are going to stand out right and i think that's you know not i'm sure she recognized you mostly because of the fact that who you were, 
Marvin B. I mean, for God's sakes, that's easy well, names to remember. Yeah. Easy face to remember. Heck, you don't look any different than you did then. Um, so that's probably the reason. But yeah, you know, the other part yeah. helps a little bit. Snyder and I talked about that. The fact that, you know, remember, I, my dad, you know, was in the Air Force. Right. And I should have been gone after that's four right. years. Uh, my dad went to Italy, but my parents divorced right before he left. And what's funny about that whole thing is my mom actually came to me and asked um, if I wanted to stay here in right. Satellite Beach or she wanted to go back to Louisiana, which is where her family's from. Uh -huh. And I remember at that time, and it was at seventh grade, I said, I want to stay here. This is where my friends are. Yeah. And she well, stayed. You're lucky you're you're lucky that she gave you that option. I, you know, I am. Parents would, I... Wouldn't even give their kids that option if, if they had a better opportunity someplace else or yeah. didn't want to stay. Um, yeah, that's something I'll never be able to, you know, fully thank her or repay her sure. because I mean, who knows what life would have been like if I'd have left, but that's right. But that's probably part of the reason is that, you know, a lot of us that were there were from the air force base. Absolutely, yeah. And so you came, you left, and, you know, a new crop came. I, I was the one that stayed. And you didn't leave. That's right. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, a, that's a huge factor, too. I mean, you were there for, for all three of your high school years. I mean, we always had – it was always a little bit transient. Yeah. Uh, because of that, because of the Air Force Base being right there. So, sure, that's, a, that, that's probably it. Yeah. But um, – now I don't you, know how often you make it back up there. I mean, not as was... not as often as I should. Yeah. And well, let me rephrase that. I actually do go up there a lot, but I just don't make the time to see people. Now, since I got right. back on Facebook, I've tried to be better at it, and I've you know got up there uh -huh. and stayed an extra night, um, and you know played golf. You know, um, you know the Janelle uh, tournament. Timmy's doing oh, his you tournament. Did you play that? I did. I've done one of those. Oh, cool. uh, I went up and played. There was a satellite uh, tournament uh, for the baseball team a couple years ago, and I went and played oh, with really? uh, Tracy and her husband. Um, I want to say Tracy Bice, but that's not her married name. Um, oh, well, I know who, she, who you're talking about yeah. when you mentioned your maiden name. Sure. Yeah. So I've gone uh -huh. up and, you know, and I've tried to, you know, the problem is, is I, I'm so busy with work that I'll usually go up like, you know, if it's Thanksgiving, I'll go up the night before uh -huh. we have Thanksgiving, and then I leave the morning after. And oh, what I need to do is, you know, stay there the whole weekend, try to see more people. Uh, uh, I do need to get up more, you know, just on a regular weekend. I know that guys are hanging out all the time. You know, they're, you know, at those two places, mm -hmm. I forget the names of the, of the places, but they're always there. So I do need to do that more. Uh, but when I, you know, 2013, I did, I saw, you know, Lenny and Mary and Minga and uh, Tina Veltri and a cool. whole bunch of people. You know, I, you know, I get over there every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, I think you were talking, you talked about Tracy. I think her, I think she's with uh, Jeff Goldstein. Yes. Okay. I, I think. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> Check the Facebook. <laughs> Last time I saw them, I saw both of them. She, she was with Jeff. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I get, I get over there once in a while. I know uh, I got, I was over there for uh, Scott Resnick's birthday in February. Okay. We went, me, I met uh, Vince Zaccardi over there and uh, John Cordray and I, he lives here in Oviedo. 
So he's, you know, 15 minutes away and uh, we get together once in a while. Uh, we actually play on the same softball team. Uh, anyway, he and I went over there uh, for Scott's birthday and we went to, we went to, uh, out to eat. And then we went to, did the ax throwing. I don't know if you ever seen people doing that. I I've seen a couple of people do that. That's a, I guess a big new popular thing now. Yeah. 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 It was actually very fun. Uh, and I don't know why in the heck this happened, but I happen to be pretty good at it. So maybe that's why it was more fun. For you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it was, oh, it was, um, it was Vince and Scott and John and me and Scott Long too. Scott and, Long. Uh, and then we went to, we went and hopped a couple of bars here and there. Uh, it was fun. You know, I didn't really, we didn't really see anybody else that I remember. No, I, we didn't see anybody else that time. I think one other time we may have gone over there, ran into some people at, at, uh, beefle Brady's or something. Uh, but other than that, every once in a while, I'll go over there. Sometimes I, I have to go over there because my kids play soccer over there. Okay. I don't usually get a chance to run into anybody because you know, we're in and out with the game and stuff. Right. Um, but so, you know, if there's something going on over there, then I'll go. But uh, don't get over there as, as close as I am. I ought to be over there a little more often. But So... <laughs> You see that post that uh, Lenny just put up there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always his QB. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, it was, it was nice to hand the ball off to Lenny because, you know, we were in the ninth grade on that team. He yeah. ran the ball pretty hard, so yeah. it was nice to hand it to him. Remember that just track squad? Ball. Remember when, Lenny, we had that track squad in the 440 uh, relay? Yeah. And we uh, – we, we, uh, Finally beat Central in, in the 440 relay that year. So the one I remember where we beat them was seventh grade. Seventh grade. I am not sure if um, if if Leonard was on that team. No. So, so they must have, we must have beat there yet. we must have beat them in seventh and then they beat us in eighth. Maybe. And then we got no back we got back to beat them in ninth. Uh, Lenny's gonna. Lenny says we killed it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, though I remember that um, the seventh grade one more because going into that race, we were doing really well. It was the county championship, right? And we were doing. Our team was doing really well. We were winning. And uh, Coach Benfield comes to us and says, "Okay, guys, all you have to do is finish, and don't drop the baton." Right. And we win the county. So we're like, okay, you know, we're gonna still try to win, you know, but we're gonna we're gonna be careful, I guess. So um, you know, we're running the race, and I remember being the anchor that year. I think Lenny took over the anchor yeah. by the time we were in ninth grade, but yeah. um, that year I was the anchor. And I I want to say that you were the third. I think, you yeah, I was, yeah, because I handed off to you. So you come around and you hand it to me, and I come out of there, and as I'm running out of there, I hear, and obviously the bar baton is in my hand, so I know we're good, and I hear a baton fall and hitting the ground. Then I come running out of there, and I notice that, oh, what was the heck was that guy's name? The big guy that was really fast. Roger Dixon. Roger Dixon. And I was like, where's Roger? He's not a, he's not catching me or beating me. So they must have been the ones that dropped the baton. Yep. Sure enough, they were the ones that dropped it. We ended up winning the race. 
and uh, I kept that baton because I said the coach, they came to collect it. I was like, I'm keeping this until we get our medals and stuff, you know, because the whole deal was all we had to do was not that this thing touched the ground until, and we win. Right. Well, after we did the medals and stuff, they forgot all about collecting stuff. Do you still have it? No, no, I, <laughs> I had it for probably 15 or 20 years afterwards. You know, as long as my mom and dad were still in the same house and had all my stuff there, uh, we st- I had that thing and it didn't touch the ground for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that thing's long gone now. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, so seventh. Yep, seventh grade. That was, also, that was also the year we all painted our pinky fi- pinky nails, our pinky fingernails pink. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> I don't know why I remember. The whole team did it. The I, whole team. I'm sure we did. I'm I don't sure know why the did. hell we did it, but it, it was funny. Wow. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. It was good stuff. We got uh, a lot of we got a lot of good memories back there. So yeah. I, I remember that. I remember the ninth grade. I remember uh, remember beating Central in ninth grade basketball. We did. I don't remember them beating them. I remember beating them when. Oh, yeah. Remember the, the last game? This is remember. OK, so which year was it that the first time we played them, coach made us hold the ball the entire first half? I remember that. I don't re- I think it was when we were. Uh, is that eighth grade or ninth grade? We were eighth grade. OK, because you played them and they kicked the crap out. of us. Yes. First game. Yeah. So the second game, he told us to hold the ball. And they ended up beating us like six to two because we held the ball the whole time. <laughs> yes. and, and it was, you know, and, and because we didn't score first, they were just like, okay, well, we're just going to sit here and watch you. And uh, so it was a close game. At least we didn't get our butts kicked, but it was six to two was the final score Yeah, or something like that. But we still ended up losing, but it was a lot closer. Um, I, I think you're right. I think it was, one of the one of the times that we played them, knowing that they were going to have a really good team, uh, I want to say it was the second game that we that we played them, and uh, they beat us the first game pretty good, and then we came back and beat them in the second game. It was a close game. It was a close our, game at our at our court. Yep. But um, I do remember one of the players because they because we're using the same locker room. You know, the other team is in the locker room yep. right there. And I remember one of their players going, so I look at there celebrating like they, we beat them by a heck of a lot more than they beat us, you know, the first game. <laughs> but it's like, finally thought, well, he's probably right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do remember that. And I remember, this is silly. I don't know how I remember this, but it was like the first shot of the game. David Kelly threw up a prayer from somewhere on the court and he banked it in. And, I looked at the coach and I shrugged my shoulders and he, he shrugged his shoulders with a big smile on his face too. And I was like, I had a good feeling. And this is like the first shot of the game. Yep. Like I had a good feeling about this game for some reason. And we ended up winning the game. So I thought that was pretty funny. The only thing I remember about that game is for some reason, I went 11 for 11 from the free throw line. <laughs> well, there you, well, that's a lot of shots. That's a lot of free throws to take in a game. So, Back you know, then, yeah. That's uh, that, you must have had a three point play then. And I remember, that, you know, I remember the coach coming in afterwards. You know, their their coach. Oh, who's that? 
That was good free throw shooting. Because <laughs> he couldn't talk. Yeah, that guy, that, that guy ended up coaching at Mel High. Oh, he did? The next season, he ended up, ah. or two seasons later, he was the head coach at Mel High after that. He was a pretty good coach, that guy. But, yeah, he could, you couldn't hear I understand him talking. He was so hoarse. <laughs> wow. But uh, that's funny. That's good stuff. Yeah. All right. So you listed off everybody you hang out with. Of course, I haven't uh, been able to have the same types of numbers, although I had a nice long chat with Mike Coe recently. I, you know, I heard when you would do the thing with Schneider, with Snyder, yeah, that you uh, that you talked about Mike. So I want to hear about this. Yeah. So I, well, I had talked to him like four or five years ago. Right. Found out that he lived literally, you know, ten minutes down the street from me. <laughs> And uh, so we had talked about, yeah, we'll get together and do this. Of course, never did. Of course. So, so after that show, I called him again. He picked up and he's we're right back at it. So we had we probably talked for 25, 30 minutes. And, awesome. Uh, so Mike, if you're watching, you you're on here soon. So uh, I, I saw Mike was up here because I see uh, Chris Kendall from time to time. He yeah. lives he doesn't live far from here either. And. Uh, Mike was here. Where in the heck was it? It was in the fall sometime. Okay. And we met over here at the ale house or something and had a few drinks and told a few stories. Uh, laughed a little, laughed quite a bit. So, yeah, saw Mike. I see Mike once in a while. Uh, not as much as you should, but <laughs> <laughs> as much as I should, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of people I should see. I found out so Wendy Anderson lives down here. Brian oh, Humphreys. Really? Okay. Brian Humphreys lives down here. Who else? There's like a whole I, I could, you know, have a dinner party, you know, with everybody down here. Now, I think Brian lived up here for a while. I think he's lived everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think he goes where the where the action is in the bars and stuff. Uh-huh. So um, Well, good for him. Yeah. But, but um yeah, that was. I mean, I know I actually hang around quite a bit with a number of guys from the uh, the class of '84. Oh, okay. Because when I left, when I came to UCF, I lived with uh, Andy Andy Knoll and uh, Dave Becker, and so I still you know hang around with those guys. Okeel Presti, uh, oh. still see time to time. Uh, Tim Newman, see him once in a while. Uh, so Cletus will come over. To, Oki comes over to football games, UCF football games. So I see him uh, as a result of that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, seeing people, I see, who's it? Uh, Neil Monahan, he came to a game last year because he went to UCF too. Okay. So I'll see him time to time because he'll come to a game. Uh, he lives up in uh, Clemson. Do I, is Neil my friend on Facebook? I got to find out. Oh, you could look him up. He'll, he's just, yeah. We, um, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I know I, you can find him. He's pretty easy. I'll find uh, him. Yeah. I want to have him on because, uh, he and I, so the big fame for Neil and I is that we were in a play together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Shenandoah. When was that? Oh my God, that was, uh, I think we were in sixth or seventh grade. And okay. I, I think it was at the Broward or the Brevard Community College. And the play was right. Shenandoah. 
That's funny. And I played the young Negro boy. <laughs> you know, there you go. I had uh, had two big scenes in that play. Right. And uh, Neil Neil was a prominent member on the on the squad there. So right, that's funny. Yep. Now the acting careers didn't go very well after that, I guess, huh? I... <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> especially this, especially once the singing was over. So we actually sang in that. Oh, oh did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, the voices kind of change for yep. a lot of us. They did. They did. Yeah. All right. Who else? Oh. John Wickman in the house. Hello, John. Yeah, I've seen John a couple of times over yeah. whenever he was working at doubles. I'd see him. Okay. Uh, I guess he doesn't work for them anymore, but um, good to see John chiming in. Uh, known, probably knowing that guy since first grade. Wow. Maybe even kindergarten. I don't know if he was, uh, if he was at Surfside, if he was in Surfside for kindergarten. Wow. Now, were you born in Satellite Beach? Oh, no. No. No, I, I, I moved to Satellite Beach uh, in October, or no, the first first part of November during kindergarten. Really? Okay. So, yeah. So I I was born in New Jersey, and then but you know I turned six in in, in Satellite Beach. My parents, uh, my dad was a pharmacist, owned his own store in in New Jersey. And he and my mother went to, uh, uh, came down to Florida for a, some pharmacy convention or something. They were like, man, this is really nice here. So they just decided we're going to move to New Jersey. My dad found a job working for Eckerd's, Eckerd Drugs at the time. And they moved down and we came with them. Hmm. And uh, we've been here ever since. Wow. They picked Satellite Beach because of the schools, uh, which you know, made sense because, because satellite high school actually was a pretty darn good school, I think. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, we've always been, we, we lived and then, you know, they lived there until, until all three of us, my brother and sister and I all graduated from satellite and then they decided to move over to Hernando beach or someplace on the West coast of Florida. Really? Hernando. Okay. Uh, they moved a couple of places since, unfortunately they're no longer with us, but, uh, and I just see Wendy Morrison just chimed in and said she remembers because she worked for my dad. She worked in the in the in the in the pharmacy there for really? my, my dad. Uh, and he well, I mean, the last time I remember talking to him about it, which must have been years ago, he remembers her. So nice. Uh, so he re, he did remember her at the time. All right, I'll have to ask Wendy about that. Yeah, <laughs> talk but about yeah, some memories. She was a drug clerk. I think that's what they called him. I mean, Wendy, you could chime in and, and verify that for me. But, um, yeah, he worked for Eckerd's for 25 years, if I if I remember correctly. Hmm. Uh, and so so that's why we were in Satellite Beach. All right. Because uh, they decided to move down. All right. And then your family, you guys own the Cumberland Farms, right, on South Patrick? No, my mother... My mother did not own the store. Oh. Uh, she was just a man. <laughs> I've been telling everybody, yeah, the Federico's <laughs> own that. that. Oh, yeah, she, everybody said that. Because um, she ran it like she owned it. You know, <laughs> you know, even if, but, uh, yeah, so we all got a chance to work there, too. And 
that was kind of a fun, fun business to be in a little bit, you know, to work in that place. But yeah, she was just a manager. Okay. And Wendy, uh, I think she's correcting you saying that she actually worked oh, next she door at Publix. Publix. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I thought she for sure she worked in Eckerd's when he did. Maybe there was somebody else that, that was somebody, somebody else that worked. I do remember Wendy working at Publix though. Okay. Now that she mentions it. All right. Yeah, a lot of, um, so who was it? Lori, I don't know how to say her last name, Kobold? Yeah. Worked with my mom, and I never knew. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> did she know she was working with your mom? I think she did. Because they okay. talk, I mean, because my mom, I would go home, and my mom would say, you know, Lori says such and such, and I'm like, who's Lori? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So actually, my mom knew a lot of people. I find, come to find out. So. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny how you run into run into people that know people. You know, just like that sometimes. Uh, I can't think of any good stories about that right now. But yeah. All right. So uh, what else is going on? Oh, so hey, have you been watching The Last Dance? I have. I watched. Uh, I watched. The last one, episode six, I finished watching it last night because I fell asleep on Sunday night while I was watching it right. and didn't get a chance to finish it. Uh, but I, think I watched it last night. It's very good. Yeah. Really, they've done a really good job with that thing. It's really interesting. I too. was, uh, I mean, I was, I was diehard bulls during that time. And right. it's interesting to, to hear stories now. Yeah. And, uh, hear perspectives on it's funny because you know all the talk show hosts you know are reacting yeah. to michael uh-huh you know and, um, jim rome says you know they should have just titled this series guys that michael hated <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's pretty yeah you know i wasn't a bulls fan and obviously i had a lot of respect for michael jordan what a fantastic player he was uh, because right around, right around that time that they became big, the Magic just started their first season, 1989. Oh, that's I think right. Yeah. Yep. So I lived here in Orlando. So I, of course, said, I don't care what team I was. I was a Philadelphia 76ers fan before that. I said, Well, the heck with them. I'm going to start rooting for my home team. Uh, so I'm a. I was a Magic fan. I still am. Uh, not that there's a whole lot to be a fan of these days, but you know. I'll watch a game or two and uh, saw Michael Jordan play plenty of times at uh, the Orlando arena. I actually saw him play one time in, at the, at the Staples center in, in LA. Uh, my brother and I went out there for Thanksgiving one year. We ended up going to a basketball game huh. and it was Michael Jordan and the bulls and the Lakers. Wow. I never, never saw him play. Oh, <laughs> And That's uh, a shame. You missed it. It is, and it's funny because when uh, when Kim she had come down, and it was his last year, and right. one of she wanted to give me a birthday present and buy me tickets to see him play, right? And the tickets were something like 160 bucks a right. piece, and I was like, no, we're not paying that much money to see Mike. To go was it in, in Miami? Yeah, in Miami. Okay. And now looking back, I'm like, I wish shoot, I would have done it. 
I should have paid 360 <laughs> to do it because um, he was, I mean, it was funny because like you said, I, so I never had a hometown team. So because my dad was in the Air right. Force, you know, my formative years, I was over in Berlin, Germany. Right. So when I came back, you know, it was, you know, whoever was on TV, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. You know, I did like the 76ers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got older, I started liking people because I'm like, you know what? I can't really, sure. I can't pick a team just because so I, you know, Michael and uh, I liked Bobby Bowden at FSU. That's, right. how I, that's how I started liking them. And, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I just pick people now and not teams. Well, so. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, you know, that way you don't have to worry about whether your team wins or loses. Well, a lot if of it had to, plays good, a lot of that had know. to do with fantasy football too. Oh, well, <laughs> fantasy football kind of skews things a little bit. It I does. love to do it. I've been doing it for 35 years. You're still doing uh, it. I had to quit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had to quit. I'm actually contemplating whether to join a second league, which I've done a couple of times, been in two leagues at the same time, but um, I don't know if I'm going to do it. But uh, I did that once, and it just, I did that once, two teams, and it was, it was a mess. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> I mean, especially if you have the same player in yeah. two different leagues. And well, that makes it easier. Then you just go, you, you don't, you can root for the same guy. Yeah, but that's one guy. But then you have guys in leagues playing against each other. Yes. And then you're like, you know, how do you root for one in one league and not in another? And so, but yeah, but yeah. Fantasy... I, was, I was, I was in two leagues for a number of years. Uh, you know, I've been in the same league since 1989. And then every other Every once in a while, another league will come and go for a few years. So, uh, and I remember, I think one year, there was a couple of years, I had a work league. I had three teams. And it gets a little confusing. Yeah. But, uh, and even then, back then, we, we didn't have the computer to do all the work. We actually looked it up in the paper uh, and wrote down all the, I could know. <laughs> you know, we had to look at the newspaper and look it up and figure out, you know, what, how everybody did. You mean you didn't so, buy the big fantasy football book that came out in the summer? Oh, sure. You buy the magazine beforehand. <laughs> to, to Yeah, you buy a magazine and, and try to figure it out. You don't have to even do that. You just go online and just get a cheat sheet, you know, yeah. and, and to pick your team. But I didn't uh, I didn't do it until Yahoo allowed the, uh, the free leagues. So that's when I joined. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember having to pay a couple of times, too. Uh, I never liked that. But, well, we uh, paid. We uh, so I so I joined the league with one of my clients, of all things. And okay. So and my clients are attorneys. So, <laughs> so I'm playing with lawyers, and the pot to get in was pretty high sometimes. I'm sure. I mean, with three to five hundred bucks to pay to get in. Ooh. Yeah, the ones I'm in are forty, fifty bucks. You know, okay. it's it's not a lot of money. Uh, it's just a bunch of people that I know, you know, I enjoy, I think I enjoy the draft as much, if not more than I enjoy the whole season. Do you do the live drafts where you're all together? We always get, to, we always get together. Okay. To yeah. Yep, that's what we did. And, um, and when somebody's doing it online or on the phone or something like that, I hate that. Yeah. It's no good. Cause it's just awkward. You know, I'd rather everybody be in the same room. You know, we get a, 
everybody we drink a few beers we eat some chicken wings and some pizza or something yeah yep. you and can hang out together you can razz each other on your you can razz each other on your picks oh, <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh you took them too early what's wrong with you oh my god <laughs> we we had a rule that if you draft a guy that's already been drafted because you weren't paying attention you had to do a shot or you had to drink a beer, you had to finish your beer or something, you know, you had to drink because, you know, so we, we actually had rules about, you know, cause people weren't paying attention. And then all of a sudden they, they draft a guy that, or they, they forgot to write, mark them down. Right. You know, and here's uh, Emmett Smith last until the fourth round. What? He's <laughs> not going to last until the fourth round ever. You know? <laughs> so, so yeah, so we, if you'd have to, if you didn't, uh, if you picked a drafted a guy, you had to drink. Mm. Yeah, we didn't have stuff that bad, but <laughs> it was it was bad though. There were things that were just annoying, and uh, um, so in our leagues, if you finished last, you were the one that had to bring the food. Oh, there you go to That's the next to one. the for the next year, <laughs> which stunk because you lost all your money when you're paying you know five hundred bucks. You had to pay for the food. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, I had to quit. I um, it got it got too much, especially with the computers. Yeah. In being able to add and drop players and try to keep track of the waiver wire and the injury report, and mm-hmm. I was just too busy. That you know, it used to be you could wake up Sunday morning and get everything you needed to know. And as long right. as you had your lineup set before one o'clock, you were good. Well, I'd get up on Sunday mornings and I'd see like half the stuff I wanted to do. People had already done last Wednesday or. Sure, yeah, because like, they're paying attention all week. They're paying attention. So I, you know, then I found myself getting up every morning to get on the computer to check fantasy football. <laughs> and then I would be like, oh, I got to get to work. And I'm like, no, I got to wait to see what this report is. So I just said, I, I can't do that anymore. That's just, I, I was, I was spending 10 hours a week on yeah. fantasy football. And then of course, watched, all day Sunday. I watched football just to watch the ticker. Yeah. To see what my fancy players did. I didn't care about the game that was on. Well, then you have that's red zone. That's that's why they came out with the NFL red zone. I know. Did you, uh, oh, I, I love to, that. I need to watch the red zone instead of watching the regular TV. Yeah. But uh, but what you're talking about where where people are paying a closer attention than you. I did fancy baseball. And I'm telling you, guys get hurt. They play every they play every day. Guys get hurt and you don't know about it for three or four days unless you're watching the box scores every game of every team that you have a player for. And I was like, you know what? If these guys are that dedicated, then they can have fun by themselves. I'm not playing this anymore because I'm just not that dedicated enough, you know, to, to, to keep up with it that much. Heck with it. I, I got out of it yeah. because of that. Mm. But fantasy sports are are kind of fun. It gives you a reason to root for guys that you didn't ever wouldn't root for before. Right. And now I get sometimes I draft people that went to UCF. You know, I got that to you know to look forward to sometimes. Well, it's not a bad deal. You had had some good players in recent years, so. So yeah, so they're fun. You know, some of them are good, um, and some of them don't do anything. So the heck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my friend. Well, we've uh, we've gone over an hour, and. Uh, I see people. I can't start... it. it doesn't feel like an hour at all. Well, you know what's funny is I, as I'm starting to do this, I realize that 
you know, there's not enough time to do all the catching up that needs to be done. No. So it's going to have to be something where I think as I, as this evolves for me, yeah. you know, I'm going to have to have times where there's multiple people on, I'm going to have to have people on multiple times, you know, sure. and sure. Uh, this is just, just going to have to be a regular thing. And maybe, maybe, and I, I, when we first talked about this, I didn't want us to, to do any preparation uh, because I wanted it to sound spontaneous, and right. I think it was. Um, but it maybe uh, as a as a limiting factor, you kind of have a topic that you're going to stick to a little bit, so that you're oh okay, well we're just going to talk about this this time instead of you know we went off on fancy football for ten minutes, yeah. you know, or something like that. I mean, you're going to go off on tangents either way, but uh, but if you have something that you try to go back to each time, then yeah, if you're going to have people on multiple times, I think you're going to have you might have to do that. Well, yeah. Once we get around to that, it'll you know it'll be more structured and stuff. But a lot yeah. of it, again, this is a big experiment. So I've done uh, a tech podcast. This is year number five. Yeah. And that thing is you know so you know structured. Bing, 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 Bing. Right. And uh, we don't go off on tangents. Well, let me rephrase that. We do. But right. you know, I, I got to reel it back in really quick because sure. a lot yeah, of times yeah, it's a, a topic you're just right. supposed to stick, stick to. You know, it's a vendor that's on and, they, you know, it's like they got to get their agenda, you know. Sure. So this is much more fun, much more relaxed. I do want to, uh, you know, yeah. try to do a couple of things. I do want to, you know, I want to talk about, you know, like local events, you know, what, like uh, what's what's happening. You know, somebody's got, you know, there was somebody, oh, I forgot. There was somebody that had a... Uh, there was something going on, and this is where I've got to figure out how to mark things in Facebook. Somebody was having a rough time that I wanted to uh, to mention and say, you know what? Hey, let's all think about this person, and uh, mm -hmm. you know things like that, where we can, you know, band together as a community and help each other out. And you know, if somebody's got an event that needs supporting, we all, you know, pitch in and support. If there's something, you know, sure. you know, if, you know, if, if you know. If you're going into Satellite Beach and, you know, I happen to be there the same weekend, hey, let's figure out a time to hook let's up and stuff together, like that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it's basically, you know, an experiment right now and mm -hmm. uh, seeing, first of all, who will talk to me. <laughs> you know, and I'll find out quickly, you know, who, who I pissed off or didn't, you know. <laughs> you know somebody's been holding oh, something against me for that, uh... you know, 35 <laughs> years. That. Somebody's been mad at me. <laughs> Yeah, who 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 uh who's who's your Isaiah Thomas? Uh, I, I think after Chris's show, you might know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, he probably doesn't know it. <laughs> so, unlike Mike, we'll see. yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, uh, again, thank you for doing this. And... Uh, one thing I want to I want one thing I want to say though before we quit. Okay. Um, those of you guys who are watching, you know, I always try to make it to the reunions. If you can't, you know, this year's was canceled, unfortunately. Um, I think it was the right decision. Uh, it was a tough decision on those folks, but um, they had to do it, unfortunately. So we'll do it next year. And, you know, try to get there if you can. We always have a good time. Uh, I, I helped Tina out a little bit with, with decision making as far as what we're going to do. Uh, and we always have fun and it's always great to see everybody. I want to see more people I want to see, you know, just see what these people are up to. I think it's fun. So, uh, if you can change, if you can next year, come on out. 
We'd love to see you. Definitely. Um, you know, that's funny because I remember the first reunion we had, the five-year reunion, I was down here in Fort Lauderdale, and I didn't make it back mm -hmm. the first night. And I don't know why I didn't think to go. And I remember getting a call. And there was a group of people on the phone, Christy Labranowski and a whole bunch of people. Marvin, you need uh -huh. to get your ass back here. <laughs> so I did I did make it the next day. Uh, it was a picnic out at, um, God, what was that park? Phipps Park or something like that? Um, the one on the, uh, the big one on the beach, like uh, in between Satellite and Indian Harbor, right in that area on A1A. I don't remember the name. Okay. I don't but, remember the name of that, which one it is. Yeah, but, but I've made it to that, and then I've made it back. But, uh, there, was one, there was a... But, yeah, try to make it back definitely for next year. Um, but I tell you this. Huh? We got a big delay happening here. I think no, you're... No, keep... go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but, yeah, definitely make it back next year. I'm going to be there. Uh, I don't care when it is. Um but I do want to make sure that people don't, uh, you know, forget that, you know, we can hang out anytime. I want to do something here uh, to get everybody back in the groove and get us all prepared to hang out and see each other in the flesh uh -huh. next year, whenever that is. Yeah. Uh, I'm planning on being there, so. All right. Uh, hopefully. Yep, I think it'll be good. All right, so Mr. Satellite Beach. Yeah. I think that'll do it for this time. I'm going to uh, reach out to you probably in a few months and get you back on. And um, and uh, we'll get some more satellite people on Anytime. here. I'll have Anytime some. fun. Yep. All right. So those of you uh, watching and listening, thank you all for I'll tuning in. And uh, I'm sorry, Neil, what did you say? I said it's good to hear from everybody chiming in. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, With the chat board. Yep. So uh, be uh, watching. Again, go to UncleMarv.com. You'll see who's coming up that you can uh, tune in and listen to. And uh, the times that are on there, they're not the same set time every week, but uh, we'll try to make something happen at least once a week. And uh, it'll be my people from Satellite, my people from Palm Beach, my people from Junior Achievement, Anybody who will talk to me, and uh, hopefully we'll share some good stories and uh, hear some life lessons and share good times with good people. So that's going to do it. Nino, again, thank you very much for doing this. Loved it. It was fun. All right. And that's going to do it, Can't folks. Yeah. So we'll be here back again soon on the Uncle Marv Podcast.